Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Catherine Morehouse. The 2024 governor race in Puerto Rico is heating up, and the territory's ongoing energy issues are at the center of the debate. Puerto Rico's congressional representative, Jennifer Gonzalez Colon, is trying to unseat Governor Pedro Pierluisi. Key to her campaign is a somewhat controversial plan to resolve the territory's power issues, which she broke down with Politico's Gloria Gonzalez. So today, we chat with Gloria about that plan and why critics say it could never work. It's Thursday, December 7th. So Jennifer Gonzalez-Colón has made energy a centerpiece of her campaign to unseat the current governor, Pedro Pierluisi. And one of the challenges that she thinks is happening on the territory is that the energy costs are too high and Puerto Ricans cannot afford another increase. So she has pitched this idea of using government surplus to pay upfront to settle the government-owned utilities debt. There are a lot of problems with that particular idea that people have pointed out, so we can get into that. But the idea is that Puerto Rico would make an upfront payment to settle the debt and alleviate the potential power bill burden on Puerto Rican businesses and individuals. Can you remind us why this plan is necessary? We know that Puerto Rico has struggled to recover from the devastating impacts of Hurricane Maria six years ago. And we also know the legislature has set a goal to reach 100 percent renewable energy by 2050. So can you just catch us up on what the territory's power system looks like today? Puerto Rico's power system is notoriously unreliable. Aside from Hurricane Maria, which decimated the system. It's had major challenges since then. It went down when Hurricane Fiona passed by the island, as we know, last year. There are also persistent ongoing shorter power challenges and power outages and blackouts on on the territory. So that is one of the challenges. The big challenge that is happening from a financial perspective is that the government-owned utility, PREPA's debt has not been settled yet. The rest of the territory's bankruptcy proceedings have mostly been resolved, but the one ongoing challenge is how much of the PREPA debt is going to be paid. Gonzalez Colon's plan speaks to that, but there's currently a proposal on the table from the oversight board that would address that particular issue. Aside from the fact that the grid is unreliable, it is still notoriously dependent on fossil fuels, about to the tune of about 97% fossil fuel oriented at this point. And so Puerto Rico has a 100% renewable energy target by 2050. Puerto Rico is nowhere near achieving that target. And a lot of the concern is that Puerto Rico has not made substantial movement toward meeting that particular goal. So as you noted, Gonzalez Colon's plan aims to address at least some of these issues, but there have also been some critics of this plan. So could you walk us through what some of the reactions have looked like so far? Yeah, I mean, some advocates on the island just say the plan is unrealistic, that the idea of using limited government surplus to pay off the prepa debt is just not a feasible idea. And so that's one of the big challenges. Other concerns relate to Gonzalez Colon's particular push for more fossil fuel 
energy. She mentioned the need to diversify, even though natural gas really supplies the bulk of power generation on the island. And so there are really concerns related to that and also related to the authority that the oversight board has over Puerto Rico's finances. Okay, so let's dive into some of the specifics of the finance piece of it here. What about that piece of the plan do people think is so unrealistic? Yes. So the oversight board basically controls the Puerto Rico's finances because of power that was vested in the board as a result of Puerto Rico's historic bankruptcy several years ago. And so the legislature and the governor can propose ideas for things like resolving the debt. They can even pass laws related to it. But ultimately, the oversight board would have the final say and authority. And so that really limits the governor's power to implement any particular changes. So the idea is that even if Gonzalez Colon does manage to unseat Bielorisi, she won't have the authority that she needs to actually push her proposal forward. And as a spokesperson for the board told me, they have a plan to resolve the debt. That is the plan. That is the plan that they think will the bankruptcy judge will confirm sometime next year. And so there is no effort to deviate from that particular plan. Also, on Tuesday, the Supreme Court denied an emergency bid for multiple landowners who tried to halt work on the controversial Mountain Valley Pipeline. The move comes as the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia considers a long-shot constitutional challenge against FERC's authority to allow gas pipeline builders to take private land. It's the latest example of the high court making a decision that supports completion of the Mountain Valley Pipeline. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power switch. And subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. And that's our show. I'm Catherine Morehouse, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Today's program support is provided by Chevron. Progress means producing renewable fuels for today's fleets. Chevron intends to grow the renewable fuels production capacity to 100,000 barrels per day by 2030. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash renewable fuels.